0: That is Bradley Trainer. We are hi. going to have to, uh, we're going to hold for a moment uh, on announcing our new show boyfriend because we have some elements that we necessitate that are not at our disposal at this moment.
3: Well, Pricewaterhouse and Coopers, which does our tabulation yes. for our new show boyfriend, the contest that we put up on our website yesterday, There's a poll. You had the chance to vote. They are now going through the numbers. It takes a little bit longer than mm-hmm. we th- thought. So once the accounting firm of uh, Of doohickey and whatnot, Fibonacci. Mm -hmm. um, Then we'll do that. But instead, I think, Colleen, we should just put some things in our mouth. Yeah, why
0: not? Let's do it right now.
1: Dirty, rotten cheetah. Cheat day, taste test. Stick this in your mouth.
0: I can't wait to. Okay, so uh, Bradley texts this morning. (laughs) I found some chips we got to try these chips what the heck chips are these
3: boulder canyon authentic foods live better eat boulder eat uh best by february 10th 2008 you probably don't need me to read all that. no no but what turkey and gravy flavored kettle cooked potato chips Mm. so um these are like a a natural potato-y chip. I got okay. these at the co-op. Okay, they so they're are... healthy. They're healthy. No, they're not healthy. Okay. But uh, they are turkey and gravy flavored for the season.
0: They're very sagey. They're very sage-forward. Really? Do you not smell that? I
3: smell gravy. Oh,
0: Don't you get that's... a gravy whiff? There's a whiff of gravy, but then I get the sage. Oh. I get like the, the sagey, uh, the sagey waft. Okay. Okay, I'm going to try a bite, okay? Is that okay with you?
3: Do you need my permission to eat a chip?
0: No, I just wanted to make sure you were going to talk oh, so I yeah. wasn't just chewing into so, the microphone.
3: Uh, the chip itself, and I'll describe them for you, it's a kettle-cooked chip, and it's got a little bit of dusting of a flavor, and again, it it purports to be a turkey and gravy flavor, and it uh, smells good. Our boss, B. Arthur, was not impressed, and she thought they were going to be gross, but I kind of feel like they're probably good. Colleen? Okay.
0: I, okay, eat while I talk. I was not, I w- I wasn't optimistic. I thought, especially when I smelled them, I wasn't into the smell. Mm. I think they're so good. I can't wait to eat the rest of these. Mm. Right? They taste like leftovers. They taste like, um, and I don't mean that in a gross way. I mean, they taste like what you want to be eating. Okay. You cannot do that. I have to turn your mic off. Mm. They taste like what... They, what I would want to eat the day after Thanksgiving. I like it.
3: That was good. Oh, good. Yeah. I'll be eating those nose
0: What? I'm sorry? I'll be eating those nose lighter. Okay. okay, how many Cobras do you give them? I give that a five. Five out of five Cobras for that? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I was going to go four and a half, but, you know. You do you. They're good. Yeah. What is the brand again so people can go out and get um, them?
3: I got these at the Seward Co-op. Hey, Boulder Canyon Authentic Foods. hmm is the brand, and uh, I mean, they, they don't have like 300 ingredients either. Oh, that's nice. It's like potatoes, oil, and flavoring, essentially. Mm. Um, savory... How do they
0: get that, that gravy taste?
3: Yeah, but it's also turkey taste, right? Which yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love it.
0: Mm. And that's what I'm always curious about. Whenever I have these potato chips that taste like something else... I'm like, how did they get that 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 flavor?
3: Oh, speaking of flavor, mm. I made a mushroom soup this week that oh. would have killed you. Really? Dead.
0: Did you put poison in it?
3: No. It was just that good.
0: Was it a cream of mushroom soup?
3: Uh yeah, but it was I made it with cauliflower and mushrooms in the Instant Pot. Oh. 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 It mm-hmm. took me 20 minutes to make soup. Mm. Wow. I mean, and you would have it's your pants would have fallen off. Like if I wanted to put you in a compromising position. It could have happened. I'm okay. just saying if I gave you a bowl of this soup.
0: Okay, good to know. Yeah. Good to know. So, And
3: right. then I made some chicken thighs with it, like crispy pan-fried chicken thighs with mm. a bowl of warm, creamy mushroom soup. And then I sautéed some mushrooms with onions and then put those on top of the soup. Okay,
0: well, now you have to post your entire recipe There's
3: no recipe. I kind of threw it all together, but it was amazing.
0: Okay, did you have some other food news you wanted to share?
3: (laughs) Oh, yes, fine. I wanted to talk about me, but by all means, let's go back to the story. (laughs) I need to talk about McDonald's, actually. Oh. And I I need to hold them to account. I love McDonald's, but you guys, I'm tired of these stories. Headline, McDonald's is bringing back the McRib.
0: They bring back the McRib, like? Every year, yeah.
3: Like, how many times you okay. can't bring it back if it never went away, or right. if it goes away on a regular schedule? Like, that's not bringing it back. That's just like it wasn't on the menu. Now, now it's is. on the menu. It's like every year, like McDonald's is bringing back the uh, eggnog shake. Okay, well, yeah, they you do bring that it every, back year. every year at the same time. By the way, I cannot wait for I my eggnog my shake. One.
0: Oh, god. really? That's
3: my favorite.
0: Okay, if we're on the topic oh of, oh my god, I want one. Okay. You should get the hernia checked.
3: <laughs> That's a food hernia.
0: Um, <laughs> you know what? I really do want them to bring back not Mac- not McDonald's but Burger King. You're gonna know. Oh,
3: I know exactly. Do you know? It involves a chicken sandwich. The
0: international chicken sandwich is right. Three.
3: I want the Italian one. Oh, it's my
0: favorite. Oh, actually, I go for the French too. The what is cordon the French? bleu. Oh, it's yeah. got like the ham and the Swiss and the. No, I mm, want the Italian. Yes. What was the third one? Uh, who, the regular one. I Mexican? think Mexican. No, there was not a Mexican chicken sandwich. I think that the third one was just the standard. Oh, the standard, yeah, like the one that we Which, eat by every the way, day. Like extra that was probably mayo, American. Add
3: cheese, your life will be changed forever. Oh
0: my gosh! Do you know how long it's been since I've had one of those? Oh, I want one of
3: those because when they're good, they're really good. Oh, when they're kind of juicy, hot and
0: fresh oh. out the kitchen. Okay, woo. Okay, we're gonna take. Let's just take a break here to like cool down. Okay. And then let's heat it up again because we are (laughs) ready. Food to man. We are ready to crown the new Colleen and Bradley show, boyfriend.
3: Woo! Yes!
0: Mm -hmm, That's a shower I'd like to get under. You might need some chips. Okay, eat your chips. We'll be back after this with our new show, boyfriend on My Talk 1071.
3: Hey, it's Jace from Jason and Alexis. If you missed Second Chance Romance, oh, don't worry. We got you. We had the highlights.
1: We went to a nice restaurant, but that was two weeks ago, and he hasn't called me back. It was a nice evening, but he broke one of my cardinal rules. You know, I really like people to be on time, and he was... 20 minutes late to the restaurant. At the end of the night, he left his wallet and another jacket, so our date ended by him going home, getting his wallet, and
2: leaving me there for another 20 minutes. I'm really embarrassed. I am so sorry. Perry, if you promise to be on time and remember your wallet. Actually, you don't even need to remember your wallet because we'll pay for the next date. Are you guys into that? Yeah. If you give me another chance to go, I'll, I'll make the reservation right now.
1: Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, I guess everybody <gasps> deserves a second chance,
3: right? Oh. Where
1: is that oh choir my, of children oh singing hallelujah?
3: What? We haven't had one of <laughs> yes. these in a
1: very long time. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
3: Yay. Second Chance Romance, Thursdays at 7 and 8.30 on My Talk 107.1.
0: Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at My Talk 1071. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. Hey. Uh, and yesterday we set out on a mission, Bradley, did we not?
3: Yeah, we wanted to pick a new show boyfriend because Zach Efron let us down and we broke up with him and we burned all his stuff.
0: Oh, my. Okay. I, what I'm sensing <coughs> is you're still feeling the feelings, and I've got good news for you. What? Bradley? Oh is the best way to get over somebody, right, Yeah, is to get under somebody else.
3: Oh, okay. Who are we getting under?
0: Well, we're going to find out in just a second. But yesterday, we solicited calls from our listener. They nomin- listeners. They nominated some m- admirable hunks, mm-hmm. and uh, you and I put six, up, uh, both COBRA-approved, uh, of those people, those contestants up online on our website at mytalkon 71.com yeah. and we allowed everybody to vote. Would you like to hear about the people we were choosing between?
3: Yeah, let's remind our listeners who uh, we put up for a vote.
1: Potential new boyfriend number one is a Taurus from across the pond and he looks great in blue tights. He's Henry Cavill. <laughs> Potential new boyfriend number two is an Aquarius from Memphis, Tennessee. He's got a wife and a son. He's a former Mouseketeer, Justin Timberlake. (laughs) Potential new boyfriend number three is a Taurus from Oakland, California, who got his start in modeling and soap opera acting. You probably didn't see him last night in the soon-to-be-cancelled SWAT reboot on CBS. He's Shamar Moore. (laughs) Potential new boyfriend number four is a Taurus from Coleman, Alabama. He's a married 37-year-old father of one, Channing Tatum. Potential new boyfriend number five is a muscular Gemini from Boston. Some call him Steve Rogers. Others call him Captain America. Colleen and Bradley hope to call him theirs. He's Chris Evans. And finally, potential new boyfriend number six right? is a Virgo from London who got his big break playing drug kingpin Stringer Bell on the best TV show of all time, The Wire. And he should sure rings Colleen and Bradley's bell. Hey, he's Idris Elba! <laughs> hey! Uh,
3: so those are our hotties, six of them. Henry yes. Cavill, Justin Timberlake, Shamar Moore, Chris Evans, Idris Elba, and Channing Tatum. Colleen, do we have... Uh, I mean, I know we do because I'm holding mm-hmm. on to it. Mm-hmm. The tally. Um, mm-hmm. Do we have some like?
0: Uh, uh, that's not what I was going for. Nice. But I'll, do I'll it. take that. Do no, that. No, let's do it. Yes.
3: Do you want the uh, total? Yeah. In mathematical yes. uh, numbers.
0: That's my favorite kind. So
3: our new show boyfriend is, uh-oh, uh-oh, who is it? with 262 votes. Channing Tatum. Yes! And it was no contest. Uh, Justin Timberlake came in second at 175, followed by Shamar Moore, who had an early lead, Colleen, last night. He really night. did. And uh, I was su- surprised to wake up and find that he had lost that lead, followed by, uh, of course, Idris Alba, Chris Evans, and sadly, the beautiful but always first in my eyes, Henry Cavill.
0: Okay, so so okay, this is a big moment. I want everybody to understand mm-hmm. we have... Um, we've given uh Zach Efron the eviction notice from our hearts yep and we have a new tenant and his name is Channing name Tatum is Channing
3: Tatum which I kind of love because he's an oldie but a goodie yeah, and by he is. oldie I don't mean he's old I just mean we've always been a fan of Channing Tatum you'll remember when he made the cover of people's uh, hottest man alive
0: we felt good about that yeah. uh we remember when he was in a movie called Magic Mike I mean we do couldn't you get there fast enough
3: some things
0: I do want to know some things because I don't, I, you know, I know how he looks and I feel like we knew so much about Zach after all, we named an entire month after him and we learned about him all month long, but Channing Tatum, I need to know some things. What do you got?
3: Lay it on me. Well, first of all, I'm trying to lay it on you, but oh. you've stolen my powers. Um, all right. Let's get in the mood for a little Channing table, shall we?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. I guess. Mm. All right. Before That's, appearing yes.
3: as a male stripper on the big screen, he actually did work as a Chippendale style stripper himself. Yeah. At age 19, mm-hmm. his stage name was Chan Crawford. Ooh,
0: I, I like the way the music changed right there. Oh, yeah. Also,
3: Crawford? He Shannon
0: Crawford? Shannon Tatum better.
3: got his big break in Ricky Martin's hugely successful music video, She Bangs. And he's got a banging body. He only earned $400 for his part in this video. Good news is, his part has earned him a lot more money mm. in the ensuing years.
0: I'm picking up what you're laying down.
3: I don't think we've ever gone this far with no, this music. No, we
0: certainly haven't. Oh, there's like a flute. flute.
3: Well, speaking of flutes. No. No. One of Channing Tatum's favorite movies, Colleen, hold on to your fanny. The Goonies. (gasps) He loves the movie so much he can recite it from memory.
0: You know, there's a part of me that's sad with that fact.
3: I know. Why does that?
0: Because it reminds me
3: of that. Because Zach's favorite movie is Goonies, but hey, can Zach do the whole movie from memory? I don't think so. Channy can. Get your dollar bills, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Wow, I feel good about this, Bradley. I feel like we made a good choice, or we didn't make the choice. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We are all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including calorie smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week,
0: choice are we gonna let him know Our listeners duh
3: so everybody should probably let him know yeah that he has earned the title of show boyfriend on the colina bradley show
0: okay so how are they gonna do that bradley trainer
3: i would say just tweet him right right so he's at channing tatum i think let me look here
0: you know by the way while you're looking him up we did have a moment of panic when we recognized we would have had a hard time getting to justin timberlake Because he doesn't have social media.
3: Yeah, screw you. Yeah, so I mean, don't come on our show, but um, (laughs) when it comes to social media, uh, I feel like we have a shot with Channing. I mean, look, we got Zach to give us an emoji. Uh, I'd like Chan to give us more than an emoji. I'd like him to... uh, I'm just waiting this one out. Call the show. Well, duh. Yeah.
0: Duh. Okay, so, oh my gosh, Bradley, January. I don't think we should come on so strong so fast, though. Like, let's, like, notify him right now over Twitter, and then let's, like, play it cool for a little while. Right? Like, let's not, like, let's, like, take today. Who are you? I'm just saying, I you know, I'm trying to learn from our past.
3: No. Our problem was not us.
0: Oh, that's right. It's our not problem us. It's you, Zach.
3: Was Zach Efron. That's true. I'm not saying send him nude photos of yourself, mm. but I think you need to go on the Twitters and tweet Channing Tatum and let him know that he is now the Colleen and Bradley official show boyfriend. Oh, this is big news. It is big news. You
0: should make a shirt for him and send it to him.
3: Yeah. I mean, says, we should make him a thong. Team, oh, perfect. With our faces on it. Oh my,
0: uh, on the front, right? Because I don't well, want our faces to go in that area. It's a
3: thong. That wouldn't work. Okay. Good call. Yeah. Good call.
0: Good call. All right, Channing Tatum, you're on notice. You're about to be stalked by Team Cobra. Hey, so we'll be doing that. You guys, everybody, go out, tweet Channing Tatum, let him know uh, that that to what to expect from us. And when we come back, oh my gosh, find out which repeat offender has made the Lord and Lady D-bag list again. And I mean, just yesterday, this person was on the list here on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. My Talk, talk 1071 streaming me. live at mytalk 1071com We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, hey. And these are your D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I think it was yesterday that I named O.J. Simpson a D-bag. Uh, and guess what? What? He's a D-bag again today. Why? For a whole different reason. So, you know, Caitlyn Jenner has been, um, it, this has been in the news that Caitlyn Jenner has been talking about the fact that Chris Jenner said that she always knew that OJ Simpson was guilty. This is Caitlyn telling the story, not Chris Jenner yep. telling the story. Yep. Well, a TMZ photographer um, caught up with OJ Simpson and, you know, just kind of started a conversation about Caitlyn Jenner and her uh, her thoughts on O.J. Simpson. And O.J. Simpson said of Caitlyn, and I'm trying to get the audio, for some reason, TMZ, maybe they took it down. I don't know. Anyway, O.J. said of Caitlyn Jenner, quote, if Bruce Jenner wants to be an old woman, good for her. Yeah. I mean that's pretty assy, right?
3: Yeah, well duh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: OJ thinks it's funny and laughs at himself.
3: OJ um <laughs> think OJ calling people names is like, you know, just add it to the list.
0: Yeah, right. I suppose you're right. Yeah. Like uh, OJ
3: is a garbage person. Yes. And correct. we should expect nothing better. You'll remember it's kind of interesting that, you know, you you did OJ yesterday and now you're doing OJ today. That's not the only uh parallel from yesterday. Oh. Remember Caitlin. Uh, Caitlin Jenner was a topic yes. and somebody was being mean to Caitlin Jenner, and that in this case was a restaurant in Allen, Texas, who put a picture of of Caitlin Jenner on the women's restroom door and then a picture of Bruce Jenner, formerly uh Bruce Jenner, on the male uh restroom door. Yeah. And thought that was hilarious. Um, you know, not everybody did think that was hilarious. So it's it's fascinating that not only was uh O.J. Simpson, the topic of the last two days, but also Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. And there's a weird relationship. I mean, you know, it doesn't surprise me that O.J. would be a a D.I.C.K. to Caitlyn because, of course, they believe that O.J. did it. Right. Right.
0: Right. But, you know, if I were O.J. Simpson, which I don't even like to go down that road ever, I just might, like, keep my mouth shut just in general about all the things.
3: No, O.J. seems like one of those people that's completely concerned with one thing. Himself. Himself. Yeah. Yeah. So anything uh-huh. in the in the sort of service of his own ego is is probably uh, you know, likely.
0: He you know what he also said that he he said he didn't know <clears throat> Bruce at all. Well, there are pictures of them on family vacation together. So something tells me OJ Simpson's memory is faulty.
3: Um yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's more than just his memory that's probably well, like quality. his
0: morals and
3: uh, yeah his scruples, yeah, et cetera. I mean, if you believe that he murdered those people, do you well, I don't have any I always think that's hard, right, so like okay, I say yes, right, I mean, I also think some other things that I have absolutely no proof of, but I um. I have Given no reason you, to doubt yeah. based on what I knew, but what I knew is not what everybody else knew. Does that, and then you get into the whole topic of like should he have been convicted? Well, that's a whole separate argument. Did they mm-hmm. make the case? no, blah, blah blah blah' it sounds like he probably killed those people, I think he did. yeah,
0: and I'm comfortable saying it,
3: yeah, I'm just saying it's like a weird, oh, I know there's like
0: six or seven like, don't you know put other me things. on, the hot, on yeah. the
3: hot seat for something that you know somebody else did.
0: True. Do you have a D-bag? Of
3: course I do. You want to toss it at me? So if you're just joining us, we're doing our uh, daily douchebags. And uh, it sounds like a, you know, uh, (laughs) a ritual a ritual (laughs) that you probably want no part of. But this one you (laughs) absolutely will. Uh, Okay, so Dr. Oz. I know we talked about him at the top of the show, but I want to talk about him again. Yeah, why not? He's my D-bag today, and I think you know why, but maybe some of our listeners who just joined us don't. Corey Feldman went on Dr. Oz and outed one of his alleged sexual abusers. Now, would you mind, do you have access to the video or not the video? I'm sorry, but the audio that we Mm -hmm. played at the top of the show. I do. So just to paint the picture for you, if you missed it, Corey Feldman says, uh, or told Dr. Oz the name of somebody or implied the name of somebody who he believes sexually assaulted him as a child, sexually molested him. And, um, Dr. Oz, the way he does this is just, it's so gross to me.
1: In the the book, you talk about your chaperone, whose name you changed. They called him Ron Crimson. Right. Why'd you pick that alias? They gave me a list of three or four, you know, things, and I picked the one that I felt sounded closest to his name. Later in the book, you say that you gave him two cameo roles in movies that you filmed. Correct. Their dream, a little dream, and license to drive. So we dug around, and his name is similar to Ron Crimson. Mm-hmm. Is that the person? Yeah, I searched that name. There are eight hundred entries in America with that name. I was trying to call the person. Okay, this person is now no longer living in America. Uh-huh. They're living in Mexico. I found that out a week and a half ago. So. Right after this show, we could call Los Angeles PD and say, this guy lives in Mexico. Here's the allegations about him. Let's go. I'm not resistant here. People need to understand that. I'm here to carry God's message of love and light. And this man abused you, so you have personal knowledge of him. Correct. Let's bring him home. Let's bring him home.
3: Okay, so that was Corey Feldman on, and by the way, the video is just equally creepy to Mm -hmm. me. And then there's video that was released after the show of them actually calling the LAPD and filing charges. And all of this is in service of Dr. Phil or Dr. Phil. Well, same, same, Dr. Oz. <laughs> right. um, I mean, they all come from the same uh, ambulance chasing tree. <laughs> Oprah. I mean, seriously. Are they these all- one of your favorite things, Oprah? How do you like this? I don't think you do. How do you sleep with yourself at night? Oh, probably on a triple layer down bedspread, but that's another story. Yeah,
0: covered with gold which you can buy encrusted on in diamonds. And just ask
3: Alexa. Okay, uh, but I'm not bitter. Um No, I just don't like the way Dr. Phil uses Corey Feldman, and here's why. It's not like Corey Feldman is the sanest, most rational, most well equipped person to talk about this particular part of his life. And that is very evident. I am not an expert, but just as a casual observer, I feel like Corey Feldman is a wounded person mm-hmm. and he is also admittedly a victim of sexual assault mm-hmm. and violence as a child. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when somebody admits to that and somebody, uh, you know, claims that as themselves, yes, of course, they have the way they have the right and the power to do whatever they choose to. But I feel like people can take advantage of that. And I, I feel like maybe he is not in the best place. It just seems like he's taking advantage of Corey. Well, and I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. Because yeah. it's it has nothing to do with helping Corey as much as he will protest to the contrary mm-hmm. and has everything to do with ratings on a show in sweeps week.
0: Yeah. And yeah. P.S. which we are now firmly in. Yeah. Um, the other thing about uh, Dr. Oz is he start he starts to sort of approach it as though he's a reporter. But I'm like, dude, you're a doctor. You know, so the fact that he has done this. I went online work, and I yeah. googled
3: some people. Is
1: and this none of one them, of the people? Yeah,
0: Exactly. I mean, and it just, it's, you're right. I think there's a little smarm factor to it. And like you said, you know, it is up to Corey Feldman. And I, I've thought this about everybody who's asked him in the first place. You know, people are, reporters, when they interview him, are very direct about wanting him to name the people, name the names, name the names. Why don't you name the names, Corey? And I'm thinking as a person who's a victim, he will name the names in the way that he can, when he can. And I think it's okay. He's not saying he won't name the names. He wants to do it on his own terms.
3: Well, and also it's, you know, I don't understand why this can't all happen why this all has to happen in public right like the like let's call the lapd on camera let's do the thing i mean why don't you i think i've done my homework is this the person oh yes it is it just seems like he's reopening wounds he's potentially from an ethical standpoint right like okay you and i were we're yahoos dr oz is an actual doctor Mm -hmm. he has to you know Follow some ethics, I think, that maybe you and I even wouldn't be accountable to, but we would probably even err on the side of, of you know, paying closer attention mm-hmm. to, right? Because I mm-hmm. think we're decent human beings, um, and I don't think Dr. Oz is, frankly, so um, it shouldn't shock us that as a, pract- uh, you know, a physician— He's more concerned with his ratings on his TV show than he is perhaps the health of Corey Feldman.
0: Well, and it's also, you know, when you think about even just the grossness of the fact that, you know, there was a probably some sort of production meeting where they talked about potential show topics and some producer probably said, you know harassment and assault is so hot right now. We really should get Corey Feldman on. Don't you think? I mean, that's how the conversation happens. I
3: guarantee they were like, look, Corey Feldman is, um, you know, people are fascinated by the story. He's somebody who would totally be willing to play. You don't even need to be a smarmy yeah. because you just like you can just intuit that like just listening to Corey Feldman, you, like you, if you had uh, ulterior motives, you'd be like, I'm pretty sure we could get him on the show. And then walk him down gonna, the corner. And just imagine where, yeah. that production meeting because we know how these meetings yeah. work. Imagine them sitting in there going, well, you've got to have like a bombshell and you got to drag this out and you got to do this and then you got to do that. And And again, it just seems so gross. Right. I know. It doesn't seem like something a doctor should be doing. Period. Agreed. And I'm the expert on what doctors should be doing.
0: Well, you know, we all have them. And that... I have (laughs) That's
3: all I have to say. All
0: right. Well, when we come back, you guys, seriously, I mean it this time. You have to stop drinking soda. And I'm going to tell you exactly how much... Of the soda you're drinking. Bradley, put it down. How much of the soda you're drinking is going to kill you. Scientifically speaking, of course. Bradley, I hope you don't die in the break. We'll be back after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Colleen and Bradley yeah, Show on My Talk 1071. We are streaming live at MyTalk1071.com and we are doing everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, and this is the time of the show where we try to smarten you up. We put on our smarty pants and uh, talk about some scientific things. Like, for example, really seriously, I mean it this time, stop drinking soda. It's going to kill you.
3: Soda's going to kill me? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, wait. Go ahead. Soda's going to kill me? Why? Because...
0: So we already knew that soda was bad for you, right? Like that's kind of been around for a sugar. while. Sugar. The sugar and soda specifically, yes. But pop is bad for you. We know that, right? Yeah, sure. But now we know exactly how much soda pop can do damage to you. Okay. On average, if you are drinking just two cans of pop a week. Okay. That is going to put you at a higher risk for metabolic syndrome. And metabolic syndrome is sort of like an umbrella term for a whole lot of um metabolism diseases like type 2 diabetes, yeah. etc. So, uh, and those and all of those things that just sort of lead to that unhealth can also then lead to heart disease and stroke, etc. So, it's just two two cans of This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, that can do that to you. Okay. So here's how many. So we already know it's loaded with sugar. Yeah. Do you know how much sugar is in one 12 ounce can of Coca Cola?
3: In yeah. one 12 ounce can of Coca Cola, I think it's like 34. It's
0: 39 grams oh, okay. of sugar, close, close. which is 14 grams over your daily average allowance of sugar. So so this has actually been published in the um, Journal of Endocrinology. So it's coming at it from a different angle. They're looking specifically at what the effect of sugar has on your uh, endocrine system. Yeah. And, uh, and and what they are specifically reporting is that just two, going over that daily allowance just two times a week can get you into some serious trouble. Yeah. So... Put I'm down telling pot, you,
3: man. I remember uh, Holly and I, she was filling in one day and we discovered that um, you're allowed to have essentially like an apple's worth of sugar every day. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And anything more than that is like going to give you bad yeah. health outcomes.
0: Sugar is bad, man. I'm just here to tell you. We've we've kind of been down that road before. Obviously, sometimes I forget.
3: Um, like today.
0: Yeah. Like maybe today okay. or maybe like, I don't know, Halloween. Yeah. Or like the day after Halloween okay. or Christmas when there's a lot of sugar around. I forget. I think I must like stockpile during those seasons and make up for the rest what of the year. What about pop though? I don't like I will occasionally have a diet Coke or a diet Dr. Pepper. Like so occasionally. Yeah. I like I did a I pretty good job. Sugar pop. Right. When I quit drinking pop, I quit. Like it was I can. I can still just have one. Just one. I can still do you that. You sound like a justifying alcoholic right no, now. No, I know. Yeah. No, no but did. really, I do. I so occasionally will have like a Diet Coke will feel good or t- will sound like it tastes good. But you really can taste the sugar if, if you've gone without for a really long time. It is so sweet.
3: Oh, that's just so, so sweet. sweet. Just,
0: just stop the pop, okay?
3: All right. No That's pop. my campaign. Stop the pop. All right, um, Colleen, I have good news for you. Really? Um, I finally got a way for you to make your kids eat more vegetables. Oh,
0: I'm so excited. That's great news. Really?
3: All you have to do is give them sexy names. Okay. Why? Because. Science. Sexy vegetables. Sexy vegetables, yeah. Colleen. It turns out that the best way to get uh, people to eat vegetables is to give them sexy names, and that's a new trend. Sexy produce sells.
0: Okay, like, like for example, are you calling like zucchini? Schwanzengrubers or something Ew. like. No, it's. I don't more understand.
3: Like intoxicating, jiggly, jealous, rendezvous, tingly, titillating, r- tongues of resistance, torso. I don't even know how to. Put I'm just this, reading all these sexy, words on the grocery probing, list. Oh, plucking.
2: Are you serious right now?
3: Peak. Heart-stopping. These are all words that you should use to describe vegetables if you want to get people to eat them. And that's based on um, some science that was done at the Journal uh, of Dirty, Pornographic-Sounding Medicine. Now, they actually studied ways to get people to eat their fruits and veggies. And the best thing to do was to give up healthy labels. So, for example, when you say things like, you know, like, Um, Super light and yummy zucchini. People are like, gross. I don't want super light and yummy zucchini. But instead, if you said um, twisted citrus glazed zucchini, then everybody's going to jump all over it. Or if you say sweet sizzling green beans versus vitamin packed green beans.
0: I mean, I feel like that's kind of a no-brainer. Like, saying vitamin-packed green beans sounds not good. Like, not something I'd want to eat.
3: But the point of this is that this will then translate into advertising. So I guarantee if you go into... Uh, a grocery store now, you're going to see vegetables labeled with these words, even though it's just the same old damn vegetables you've been eating.
0: Mm-hmm. And they taste the same. Dynamite
3: chili and tangy lime seasoned beets. You know, it's it's kind of that sort of like blue plate, or it's not blue plate, it's, um, uh, what do they call that, blue apron? Mm-hmm. That sort of like, you know, they they make food sound so tasty. They're like, we're going to give you a box of caramelized roasted sexual vegetables
0: <laughs> sexual vegetables okay maybe not sexual
3: vegetables <laughs> cuz that's a different i think uh service but um yeah no so like roasted caramelized zucchini bites I, gets people to eat it versus nutritious green zucchini.
0: I mean, I get that. Yeah. I get that. I will say this. I feel like the people who study this kind of stuff have like a little bit of a pervy slant to them a little bit. Like they're like, you what? know what I mean? Like they're like, let's see if we can get people to eat vegetables if we use
3: sex. Yeah, like sex sells, right? Oh well, sure it does. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. hey, w- whatever it takes to get people to eat their vegetables, um... You know, frankly, I think people are finding uh, vegetables to be more appealing than we used to because, again, people are preparing them. Like I ask you when you were a kid, Uh how many ways and don't be like, my mom was an amazing cook.
0: She was a gourmet chef, but. I mean, she was a really good cook, but but go ahead.
3: Okay. my point is when we were growing up, what kinds of vegetables were we eating?
0: Oh, I can tell you right now. Like, like honestly.
3: Preparation-wise, yeah, yeah. what was the most common uh-huh. preparation of the vegetables you ate as a child?
0: Um, you'd get the can opener <laughs> and then you rotate that thing around the top. Boiled. Dump it into a no, we would microwave it. It would okay. go into like a microwave or boiled. And right? then, yep. And then you'd put it in the microwave. And that was, you know, green French style green beans. They were my favorite. Corn. Yeah. Whatever. Occasionally, occasionally. Occasionally, when we were feeling real crazy, my mom would like roast them. But that was,
3: oh, we never had that. That I was mean, when we had, had time. boiled, uh, woof, boiled, um, broccoli with cheese sauce, oh. corn with butter, right? Out of a can, salt and
0: pepper. Yes.
3: Although, cream corn, canned cream corn. Mm. Oh my God. I love so canned good. cream corn. Anyway, yeah, no, um, veggies are getting sexy, y'all.
0: All right, so. well, we're, when we come back, we're not talking about veggies anymore. We're talking about the Weinstein effect. We've had all these people coming out, but there's a star who's been sticking his hands down people's pants as recently as one month ago. My t-